I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I will leave her. Awful eager to fall for all deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders and the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Longer I've been, the more it looks Hello and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is sponsored by local freedom-loving patriots that definitely don't have any dirt on Hillary Clinton. (laughs) Becky, what's going on? That one took you by surprise, didn't it? Yes. Hey, got to say, these are people that are sponsoring. That's what they want us to say. And Mm. I love it. Exactly. Because it's comedic. And they're probably more creative than I am. So I appreciate this when I say, hey, who is this sponsored by today? And they give me these ones. (laughs) How are you today, Becky? I'm... You're not supposed to ask me that. I did, though. I'm feeling good. Good. I'm feeling good. It's almost the new year, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's making their New Year's resolutions. We Church on Wednesday night, we talked about New Year, New Year's resolutions and how there is some theology, and there might be some pastors out there that tell you Christians don't make resolutions. Dumb. Yeah. And I would say, Christians, we need to make resolutions every day. Mm-hmm. Make a resolution to be a better person, to follow Jesus more, to share the gospel more. To help those that need more. I've made silly resolutions. Such as? Have you ever made one and kept it for a whole year? I think we worked out one time for a whole year, didn't we? No. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. It wasn't a resolution either. In my mind, it was. No. I made one once that I kept for a whole year. Mm -hmm. And? It was? It was not using emojis in my text messages. And Ah. I made it a whole year. And I was even texting your mom one time. And I told her that, and she didn't believe me. <laughs> hey, that's something I could. I would probably have to make a resolution to use emojis in my text because I have to go out of my way to use them. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, when January 1st of the next year hit, I emojied the crap out of my phone. There you go. Hey, I used to make crazy resolutions in my wilder days where I would give up soda and candy yeah, right. to keep alcohol and cigarettes. You but, didn't do either of those. I mean, you kept alcohol and cigarettes yeah. and still candy and soda. No, I usually I give up soda pretty easy. For a year? Yeah, probably. No, I doubt it. It soda it doesn't agree with me. You had it in your alcohol, I'm willing to bet. I did not. I bet. Once at least. Uh, we'd have to go back and look at the replay on that one. Oh. Anywho, as we come into the new year here, if you're making resolutions, that's good. Don't feel like you have to hide in the closet. But don't feel like you have to wait till January first to change who you are. Yeah. God asks us to be living for him on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. What did Jesus say? Deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me daily? Yep. It's a tough one. Yeah. Crosses are heavy. Yes. Especially, well, I was going to say Jesus' cross, but he said pick up our own crosses. So. Mm-hmm. Never mind. But they're still pretty heavy. It's not a contest whose cross was heavier, mine or the Savior's. But Well, we all know whose is. Yes. But yeah, just try to try to know that what you're doing is for God, and whatever it may be. If you do wait till January 1st to, to say, I'm going to share the gospel more, great for you. Also, though, not really, because many missed opportunities between now and the 1st. Just yeah. going to say. But I'm saying... Unless you don't leave your house. Yeah. And then I envy you. Yeah. Which we'll, is probably not... We're not supposed to envy. No, and we're supposed to leave our house. Where does it say that in the Bible? How are you going to share the word? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're on the radio, aren't we? Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> gotcha. 
Hey, how about Romans 1 through 2 here? Romans 12, 1 through 2. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just all the Romans. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Right? Mm-hmm. It goes on, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I always like this one because I really got to work to not look like the world. Mm-hmm. But be transformed. I can tell you today I'm a better man than I was in the past. Me too. Be You're a better man? Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> I got to go. No, but and it's not anything I did. It's just a full turn back to God. Mm-hmm. We love doing this show because we've transformed into who we are today because of it of getting out and speaking God's truth and light out into the airwaves, right? Yep. Or if you download it digitally mm-hmm. into the internet. Internet. Which is it? It's just an it's internet. An and internet. It, unless you're putting us on some local server, it'd be really weird. But anyways. Yeah. No, don't be conformed to the world. You know, the news stories that we bring you when we bring you some more today is because we're showing you what the world is trying to make us look like. So maybe that's a good easy i would dare say resolution if you don't have any Mm -hmm. to not be conformed don't look like the world this year and then again next year and the following year until jesus comes yeah don't look like the world and i don't mean mostly what clothes you wear because you shouldn't wear a lot of the clothes that people wear these days Mm -hmm. but stand out in a crowd stand out you know help somebody if somebody drops something at the grocery store Pick it up for them, yep. and then hand them a track. There you go. Right? Because our bodies be the living sacrifice. Whatever we got left here, give it to God. He didn't ask us to die for him like he did for us. He asked us to live for him. Sacrifice your body for God. Whatever you got left, whatever time you have, let that be your sacrifice. Time. Mm-hmm. That's the toughest one, I think, too, isn't it? It is, because people so many times— and. Me included. Oh, I don't have time for this. I don't have time. As a matter of fact, we were probably six months ago talking with one of our friends. I And we agreed that we either have time to work out or we have time to read the Bible. Mm. And we all chose to read the Bible, so we're getting flabby. Yep. But, I mean, in reality, we could make the time to do both. Exactly. I just sacrificing sleep, which I hold so precious. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to do. Yeah. Very true. Work out or read the Bible. God would want, although Paul tells us to. He would uh, want us to do both. Yeah, it's true. Well, he wants us to be healthy. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say he needs us to be gym rats by any means, but mm-hmm. we should take better care of ourselves. Yeah. And that leads me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. I'm sure if you're a Bible scholar, this is not new to you. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become anew. And maybe this is just everybody's New Year's Eve, New Year's resolution one, because it talks about being a new creature. Mm -hmm. But how many times have you in life really thought about that? Once you ask or let God know that you're a sinner and you need his son for salvation, do you realize that, that you are a brand new creature? That the old man is dead? Don't worry, your flesh is going to try to flare up and fight you, and Satan's going to come working through the flesh. But you have the power of being a new creature. Mm -hmm. 
don't hold on to those old sins. I think Christians, they can, they can be okay with God forgiving their sins, but they don't forgive themselves or right. sins that have been perpetrated against them, right? Mm -hmm. That word almost got stuck in my mouth. <laughs> Christian, we got to be able to forgive our own sins. If God is, then you got to. You got to get past it. You got to move past it to be that new creature. You also have to forgive other people. Why'd you got to go there? Because. So true. If your filthy, disgusting sins were worthy of God forgiving you, and he's holy and perfect, mm -hmm. then who are you to hang on to someone else's problem? Yeah. You need to forgive the people that have wronged you because. Well, A, God commanded it, and B, how is that fair? It's true. You're no more worthy than that person. Yeah, and that's so true. In the new creature, there is no room for unforgiveness. If you let, right. if you hang into that unforgiveness, it's going to push out that new creature. The it's ability, poison. yeah, the ability for you to do good works for God. Mm -hmm. That's what we're here for. If the salvation is for eternity, God wants us to live that life more abundantly here on earth. And whatever that life more abundantly looks like to you, I can guarantee that it is sharing the gospel is part of that more abundance. Well, yeah, he told us that's our one command, too. Well, maybe so. we got some Joel Osteen listeners out there and they think life more abundant means they're going to be billionaires. I'm just I'm trying to. Yeah. Hey, if you are a prosperity gospel person. It's false. Yeah. Don't believe it. Please come to know who Jesus Christ is and how he lived. Because can you imagine if you if that's the only gospel that you heard and you had very little in life, you would be thinking, well, I'm not saved, obviously, because mm, yeah. I don't have millions of dollars. What a disgusting, despicable gospel to tell. It's not a gospel, first of all, because it's not good news. Yeah. It's terrible news, and it's a lie mm -hmm. straight from the devil. I would like just 25 minutes with Joel Osteen, just sit down and debate him. I like to argue with people, Or just first of ask all. him. Well, he's I'm a busy man, so I'd like to just 25 minutes. That's all I need. <laughs> Where did you come up with this crap? And that's what it is. Well, he didn't come up with it, but he sure is riding its coattails. Okay, where did you find it? What alien came down and handed you this? Because you look weird. That's not nice. No. He's got shiny teeth. Yeah. Hey, wherever you are this New Year's, I hope that you can look back in 2022. And I've seen a lot of people saying, don't look optimistic in a 23 or whatever. No, do. God will do a work in you if you allow him to. I look back at 2022 and the years before and this whole craziness that we've been going through, and I've seen a lot of people come to have a stronger bond with Jesus mm -hmm. and to step out in faith more. So don't ever look back at your year and all the negatives. Yeah, because I couldn't piece out 2019 fast enough. Oh, good job. And look what happened mm -hmm. in 2020. I, the words came out of my mouth. I am so glad to see 2019 go because it was a terrible year. I mean, mm -hmm. not the whole year wasn't terrible, but we lost a a beloved furry friend, family member. Mm -hmm. And that really, man, that was rougher than losing some people. I'm not going to lie. This, our dog was my coworker, my security guard. He was with me 24-7 and just he died. Mm -hmm. And I was out died of control. Suddenly. He did die suddenly, but it wasn't a blood clot. Mm -hmm. It was a brain tumor. And I scream cried for mon many months when no one was home. 
Um, so I was happy to see that year go because that was a very rough year for me. And God said, Taha, watch this. Yeah, wait, wait till you see. But I can't, here's the weird part is I can't look back on 2020 and say it was a bad year for me because here's how it started. There's this weird virus. Mm -hmm. Me and my friends are making Corona jokes before it hit the United States. Then it hit the U.S. and school shut down and my business shut down. And then I woke up. Mm -hmm. And I I had many months of enlightenments and and I got to spend a lot of quality time with my kids. Mm -hmm. We went on a lot of walks in 2020. Yeah, the new big dog. He got a lot of walks. Yep. And we got to do a lot of cool stuff and a lot of stupid stuff happened. We, we met a lot of great people. Yep. We met the people that are responsible for you hearing us blabber on the radio right now. That's so true. And so... Aside from the stupid fake scamdemic of 2020, it was a pretty good year for me. Mm -hmm. I, I tell everybody the same thing. You know, if you lost somebody to COVID, and we, we are sympathetic to that. Yes. But here we are today with a, a tribe and a group of people that we call good friends because we all bonded over it. Mm -hmm. And we all took those steps for God to step out on faith and to proclaim his truth. And it's mm -hmm. not that any virus from China will take your life because we are not guaranteed any more days on this globe, this sphere. Because it's not flat. Yep. Than what God allows us. <coughs> if it's COVID, if it's cancer, if it's heart attack, if whatever it is, God already has your date mm -hmm. in mind. So make the most of it while you're here. Mm -hmm. Make the most of 2023. And with that, you know, I wanted to get into some news articles. There's some good ones on Christianity here. And the first one comes to us, and it is from the National File, nationalfile.com. Carrie Donovan is the author. If you don't know who Mark Robinson is, go ahead and look him up. He's the fiery, I want to say he was like a garbage man before he was lieutenant oh, governor. Was that the one? Yeah. But you remember that when yes. he stood up? That was him. He became wow. lieutenant governor in North Carolina. He's a great Christian man. He likes to give speeches and tell everybody here they're going to hate me for this, but ain't but two genders. <laughs> so here he is. Mark Robinson in this article says the Republican firebrand lieutenant governor. We need more politicians to be firebrands, mm -hmm. right? Preached at Berean Baptist Church recently, and he trashed the LBG, LBT, GBT. You think by now I'd be able to. The alphabet community. He, he, he trashed the alphabet movement that seeks to change churches by rebelling against God's people's spiritual faith in the Word of God. Robinson, an American first proponent, is one of the few public figures who will brazenly push back on the left's agenda to transform American institutions and completely ignore the consequences to his political image. It's so true. He does not care what people think of him. Good. He, he cares what God says, and that's what he tells people. This is the lieutenant governor of North Carolina, which I don't think of North Carolina as being a real conservative, maybe back in the day. Maybe it's a purple state. That's Didn't we just have some friends move there, or was that South, South Carolina? Carolina. They I, should have moved to North Carolina. Yeah. Maybe we'd go visit. I, I blend them all together, the Carolinas. <laughs> they're purple. So he's in this video. You can go to the nationalfile.com and watch the video. But he points out the danger he sees of hurting the American church comes from within the religious institutions around America. Mm -hmm. He said it plainly to the congregation. There are two problems in the country, politicians and pastors. Amen oh, to that. Yep. Amen to that. This Some guy, of them are both. Yeah. Raphael Warnock. Yeah. Hey, 
Raphael Warnock goes to Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta, Georgia, where once Martin Luther King was a preacher. And now Raphael Warnock, senator out of Georgia, the stolen elections out of Georgia two years in a row. Destroying the church. Is He wants abortion up till birth. Yep. I pray for you, Senator Warnock. If you say you're a man of God, you will be judged. You will be judged harshly as a pastor. And you will be judged on that seat when God says, why did you kill my children? Mm-hmm. Why were you okay with that? Why did you put forth legislation to kill babies in the womb? Mark Robinson, totally opposite, right? But it goes on to say that in a rare, he was in rare form Sunday at Breen, telling those gathered, I'm talking to the camera right now. I'm talking to the news media. I want you to know that I'm the lieutenant governor, and it was the people of North Carolina who voted me but I have been ordained by God to be here. Mm-hmm. Man, whenever I hear this, you got you got to hear him talk. He just he's a big guy and he's a booming voice. It's awesome, right? He says Christians we have become so weak. He said giving ex- numerous examples of Americans allowing the teachings of Jesus to be ignored. Right? He he pointed out a story he read on social media to highlight the real problem he has seen in the church. Mark Robinson said I saw on social media that the church had a drag queen preacher. Mm. Becky and I have covered that before, I believe. A couple of times. And it's probably not a real church. No. Well, it can't be. Yeah. He goes on to say, I'm no whole fuddy-duddy. <laughs> I know people like to fly their flag. I say, go do your thing. People used to go to work and do their job, you know, and they go and do their job or whatever. Then they go home and close the door, bam, and do their thing, and then come up back out in public. Now nobody can just go home and do that thing. Everybody got to bring their thing into the wrong place. What is the purpose of you dragging that drag queen up here in the pulpit of this church? What is the purpose? Robinson asked. Hey, what is the purpose? <coughs> to push the agenda. Yeah. I'm reading you this because I'm sure you've heard drag queen story hours. You've heard Becky and I talk about the drag queen preachers. What's her name? Miss Penny, Penny Cox. Yeah, it's a dude. It's despicable. But to me, what gives me hope is here is the lieutenant governor of North Carolina standing in the pulpit saying, yeah, people voted me in, but God ordained me. I'm not going to run away from what Jesus Christ said. He did not say to have drag queens be our preachers. No. (laughs) I mean, I'll go back and read what he said, the red letters, but I'm pretty sure I never saw it in there. I'm pretty sure he said it's an abomination. Mm Mm-hmm. And staying on the the Christianity front, I don't know if you guys heard about this, a U.K. woman was arrested silently praying outside an abortion clinic. So Mark Robinson, the story we just talked about, he is— staunchly pro-life. He's an abolitionist. He wants no reason to have abortion. This lady, she's in the UK. She's across the street from an abortion clinic, and she's standing there in the picture. She's got her hands in her pocket. She was praying silently, and they arrested her. The UK is a disgusting country. It's the most surveilled state in the world. Maybe We don't know exactly what goes on inside China, but the UK has more cameras. You can't do anything in the UK and not be on camera. It's a horrible police state. The royal family is globalists, elitists. Mm-hmm. Their new prime minister, I don't know what I saw him doing the other day. I was like, that's not really prime minister-like. <laughs> but anyway, so they arrest her for praying outside an abortion clinic. But it says civil liberties advocates are outraged after a pro-life woman was interrogated and eventually arrested for silently praying outside an abortion clinic in the United Kingdom. The woman who was arrested, Isabel Vaughn Spruce, is the director of the UK March for Life. So I'm reading this once again from the nationalfile.com. You can go there, check out the rest of the story. But this is where we're coming to. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. We know that the church at Planned Parenthood has been under attack here in Spokane. Yep. The judge here ruled against them. That is disgusting. With false evidence. Yeah. Like, there is no evidence. And when they asked for the evidence, they just said no. Yeah. <laughs> That's not how the court system works. No. That's how kangaroo court, court system works. We don't have a court system anymore. Yeah. Everybody, I got to say, you got to be, if, if you've never been involved with the church and Planned Parenthood, that, that's fine. But you need to pray for these people. They're out there singing worship music, and they're praying against what's going on inside that building. That's what God wants us to do. And P.S., they're doing it after hours. They're not even doing it while they're open. Yeah, because there was already a city injunction by the leftist city council of Spokane to say that they couldn't. And they, they kept obliging with this. Mm -hmm. They allowed their First Amendment rights to be infringed upon because— they didn't want to be looked at that way. So they said, okay, we don't have to be in front of the door to pray. Mm -mm. They wanted to be there. They wanted to hold that church service there. So please be in prayer. Or if you know anybody there and they need legal, I mean, need funds for their legal help, reach out. It's going to cost money. Lawyers aren't free. Court cases aren't free. This is, I pray and I hope that they continue taking this case as far as it can go. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, if this is what God has called them to do, to sing worship music and pray outside an abortion clinic peacefully, let's do it. Mm -hmm. Antifa, they're firebombing federal buildings in Portland in 2020. Those people got probation. It's fine. You can do that. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Yeah. This is, this is what we're up against. We need to support one another. I don't care what denomination of Christianity. If you listen to the show, Becky and I, we like to make fun of some. But really the bottom line is if you know who Jesus Christ is, if you know that you're a sinner and that you've been saved through him, then we're all under the same tent. That's all I got to say going forward with that. And we need to help one another. Mm -hmm. This lady in the UK arrested for praying across from an abortion clinic. And this is real quick at the end. Another one from National File. There's a uh, a Muslim UFC fighter. He's 10 to know. He's good. He's one of the, from one of these elite camps. He was born in Dagestan. He's 10 to know. But he questioned a viral video that shows a drag queen turking and dancing inside a Christian church. There's a Muslim that says, what the heck? How is that okay? So now we got the Muslims sticking up for the Christians because they, they know. You know, a real Muslim is a very conservative person. Mm -hmm. and I don't want to go down that road, that, that rabbit hole today, but Ilan Omar, you're not Muslim. No. Ilan Omar, no. if you go back to Somalia, you will be killed. Yep. They are, you know, they don't murder babies. They, they don't, don't allow homosexuality. Exactly. And they absolutely would not allow a drag queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They don't, effeminate men are put to death, I think. Mm -hmm. But here is Mohammed Mokev, 10 and 0. So he's coming up. He's a pretty big name. He, he's standing out. He's saying, Why would you Christians allow a drag queen? Why is this okay? You know, he's, he's an up and comer. You know, I bet you he gets a title shot. I hope Dana White has the strength to shut off the cancel culture and allow this gentleman to fight. I also pray that this gentleman will come to know a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ before he dies. Mm -hmm. But that's just crazy. We've got Muslims sticking up for Christians now. Yeah, and looking at that, why would a Muslim want to become a Christian if this is the representation? Exactly. It's disgusting, it's despicable, and it gives us all a bad name. And shame on these liberal churches mm -hmm. D quit calling yourself a church yeah because you're not nope they're probably going for the 501c tax exempt status well, i guess uh, well they already have it yeah you don't have to be that far out 
to have that tax status. You don't have to have a drag queen dressed in booty shorts dancing down the aisle in order to keep your tax-exempt status. Telling me that Jesus was a transgender or the first oh. transgender and <laughs> God is transgender. Or no, Eve was the first Adam one. Adam and Eve, yeah. yeah. Come on. But this is, this, is what, this is what Satan wants to do. He wants to dilute the gospel so that people think, oh, you guys are extremists over there that mm -hmm. want to stand on truth and light. No. That's not what the gospel says. Look, I went to I found this church where they were open with gay women preachers and drag queens twerking in the church. Once again, God will judge you. Mm -hmm. This is not a side of the, the fight I want to be on. I want to be on the winning side. You can't tell me that you have a drag queen twerking in your church and you're going to heaven. You know who Jesus Christ is, because if you truly did know who Jesus Christ was, you would stand on his truth. Mm -hmm. Hey, next article I want to go to is from Breitbart. If you're a Trump supporter, all right, I mean, Trump's better than what we got in there now. But Trump does say with abortion, we need three uh, exemptions. exemptions. You can go to Breitbart.com and get the rest of this article. He get, You know, Breitbart likes Trump. They're not trying to smear him. I'm just saying I was reading the article and. I saw that said he's got three exemptions, and they are rape, incest, and life of the mother. I disagree with all of those. I'm glad a, w a woman said that, because when a man says it, it sounds like we're insensitive, right? Yeah. I don't know. Rape, I incest, don't life I don't of the understand mother. why they always uh, loop rape and incest. They're two totally different things. Well, those are the three exemptions. One, well, two, I know, three. but I'm just saying people always say rape and incest. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. As one thing, but... Here's a disgusting fact, is that incest is not always rape. Yeah, I mean. it's oh, there's Sometimes it's consensual. And the person that is conceived from that is not, a, it's a person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same with the person conceived from rape. Why would you kill the most innocent in the situation? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's always ways around abortion. The life of the mother... You know, that's a real touchy subject. But You I, deliver I, the baby then. You don't kill it. You deliver it and try to give it life after you deliver it. Yeah. You don't kill the baby. And, you know, I don't know what percentage because I've never seen, I'm sure a study's been done of how many women would choose abortion over trying to carry a baby and then they could die. Mm -hmm. I think most mothers would be like, well, I'm going to try to give my baby a life. And if I die, I die. Mm -hmm. That's kind of sounds like what, Esther? Yep. If I die, I die. <laughs> Hey, just wanted to point that out. If you are a super Trump-trained kind of person, write him a letter. Tell him we don't want to hear that crap. Yeah, tell him to change his mind. Pray, I, pray for him. Yeah, pray tell for Trump. Tell him to pray about it. He says he's a Christian, but he, the Christians that he surrounds himself with, I could tell you, are not Yeah, his theologically sound. He had Paula White as his, come on. Yeah. He needs help. He needs help. If he's going to be our president again, mm -hmm. we need to be praying for him Yeah. And Writing him letters. Yep. Hey, that's all we got for today. I thank you guys for tuning in. Becky, I thank you. Hey, I ask you guys to check out the next couple of shows. We got some great interviews coming up with some good conservative Christian people. That'll be next week. Becky, I thank you for what you've contributed today. Once again, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, remember, be sober, be vigilant. Goodbye. To the old me. God made me anew, and I'm so grateful. I'm lucky I'm even in the room. I know they want to 
kill kids in the room. Try to get to heaven. Here's the interview. Praying soon enough, he will live.